The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Planning for your future is a good thing. It's a necessary yes. thing. Even, even though it's uncertain, you have to remember the sun does rise every morning. Yeah. So just keep moving. I just hope that all of you guys transcend whatever you see as your obstacles and that you live outstanding lives and that you stay connected to your communities because you have so much power there and that you grow your communities and you diversify your communities and that you don't let anybody, anybody tell you you can't or to be afraid. It's okay to be afraid because you can't be brave or courageous without fear. The idea of being courageous is that even though you're scared, you just do the right thing anyway. My mother and my grandmother were freaked out. You know, I was the first person in my family not to go to college that had not been a slave. Right. So I was really breaking from tradition. And uh, it was like a graduation lunch we were having. And they had my dad come and talk to me. And my dad takes me outside. And he's like, listen, and this is some advice that applies to all of you acting students. He says, to be an actor, is a lonely life. Everybody wants to make it, and you might not make it. And I said to my dad, well, well, that depends on what making it is, Dad. He says, what do you mean? I said, well, you're a teacher. I said, if I could make a teacher salary doing comedy, I think that's better than being a teacher. And he started laughing. He said, if you keep that attitude, I think you should go. He said, but name your price in the beginning. If it ever gets more expensive than the price you name, get out of there. The worst thing to call somebody is crazy, is dismissive. I don't understand this person, so they're crazy. These people are not crazy, they're strong people. Maybe the environment is a little sick. You have no idea what I put this woman through. If you had just given birth to me, that would have been more than enough. But the fact that she raised me and raised me well, we had a real oral tradition in our house. I knew the word griot when I was a little boy. A griot was a person in Africa who was charged with keeping the stories of the village. Everyone would tell a griot the stories and they would remember them all so that they could tell future generations. And when they got old, they'd tell them to someone else. And they say in Africa, when a griot dies, it's like a library was burnt down. And my mother used to tell me, before I ever thought about doing comedy, she said, you should be a griot. And she'd fill me with every story of black life. You know, she's educated in African-American studies. And she would let me understand the context that I was being raised in. That I'm being raised in a hostile environment that I have to tame. By the time I was 14 years old, I was in nightclubs, mastering an adult world. It was terrifying. Crack epidemic was going on, and my mother would hear gunshots outside and be scared to death. Maybe it's my son. But early in my career, if you remember, Mom, you used to sit in the club with me. She'd do a full day of work. You'd be back there falling asleep, just waiting for me to go on. She would watch my show every night. Do you know how long that car ride is home? How many of you have ever heard your mother say, jokes were a little too much tonight, son? I was a soft kid. I was sensitive, I'd cry easy, and I would be scared to fist fight. 
And my mother used to tell me this thing. I don't even know if you remember, but you said this to me more than once. You said, son, sometimes you have to be a lion so you can be the lamb you really are. I talk this like a lion. I'm not afraid of any of you when it comes word to word. I will gab with the best of them just so I can chill and be me. And that's why I love my art form, because I understand every practitioner of it. Whether I agree with them or not, I know where they're coming from. They want to be heard. They got something to say. There's something they notice. They just want to be understood. Love this genre. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It saved my life. It's okay to be afraid because you can't be brave or courageous without fear. The idea of being courageous is that even though you're scared, you just do the right thing anyway. You know, it's funny. I was talking to a guy. He, he basically said to me that comedy is a, a reconciliation of paradox. And I think that that was an irreconcilable moment for me, mm -hmm. that I was in this very successful place, but the emotional content of it didn't feel anything like what I imagined success should feel like. Mm -hmm. It just didn't feel right. Fame is a horrifying concept yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's aimed at you, you know. At the end of the day, it's something, you don't have that much control over it. You just try to conduct yourself the best you can. This guy named JT Newton, he said, you know, folks, everybody starts somewhere. Tonight, this young man is stayed with stand-up comedy for the first time. He goes, and who knows? We may be witnessing the birth of a star. Please welcome Dave Chapel. <laughs> that was it. I did pretty good. They're like, I hate screaming. He's like, that's all for you, kid. That's all for you. But they were treating it like, you know, like I was in the Make-A-Wish Foundation or something, and they just wanted to give me a little boost. But it, it was encouraging, man. And, and it felt so good. You know, you'll go through a million bad nights. Comedy is weird. The line moves. It changes. But I think a lot of, especially in comedy, a lot of it has to do with intent to make people laugh, mm -hmm. to reconcile paradox. I'm like just openly, sometimes I'm just openly vent. I think that when you get to a certain altitude, there's more scrutiny over the things you say because the platform is so powerful. I go to a comedy club and check it out. Live comedy is the most incredible thing in the world to me. Like the first time you see a dude just standing there talking, every joke he's saying just hitting is working. Every weekend I would go, I'd get a little money, and to the point they started knowing me, I'd just sit in the crowd and I'd just be watching. And then on Tuesdays they had an open mic, and I'd go on Tuesdays to see why people weren't working. Weekends were to see why people were working. Tuesday I was figuring out what's wrong with these people. <laughs> to watch a comedian bomb is, is, is one of the greatest things in the world. I love it. And then at that point, I was talking to a comedian after one of the shows and, uh, and the owner of the comedy club, and they were both saying, you know, if you want to be a good comedian, you got to take acting classes. And they didn't explain it. But after that, I went home and I said, Mom, I got to take acting classes. I had never bombed, let alone got booed off stage. 
and bombing was horrifying. Nobody wants to bomb. People say, you do comedy, what happens if nobody laughs? I don't know. <laughs> so that night was liberating because I failed so far beyond my wildest nightmares of failing that it was like, hey, they're all booing. My friends are here watching, my mom. This is not that bad. <laughs> and after that, I was fearless. I just like having fun. When I'm on stage, I get real happy up there. Like, maybe that's the only time in my adult life that I feel like myself standing up there, you know what I mean? Like gladiator. And them lights is on you, and you look down, and it's just all these smiles around you, and, and they get dressed. They put perfume on and stuff, and they're going to see your show. That feels good, man. These people, you know, they love you. Even if it's for a minute, they really do. They, they love you, man, you know? It's like a, a love fest. Yeah, it's the best feeling, man. I love stand-up. You gotta make life interesting like that, because it's flimsy. Life is flimsy. You, you think you're gonna live forever. You ain't gonna live forever. It's dangerous out here. We know what's going on.